Hey guys, welcome to the Victory Lap podcast. This is episode two. So today we're going to be doing a season recap. We'll be talking about the previous F2 graduates and we'll be saying our 2023 predictions. Where we think everyone's going. Recap of this season. We've had 11 race winners, which, you know, paired to F1 is a lot. How many have there been in F1? There's been like six, I think, or five. Max, Checo... Carlos, Charles, that's literally it. There's been four. Out of the ordinary, yeah. Which is why you should watch F2 again. Yeah, if we haven't convinced you to watch F2 by now, then like, come on. One more race left of the season, get into it before the next season starts, guys. Yeah, and the the Constructors' Championship is going down to the last race Race. of the season. Yes. And the battle for P3... So we've got we've got Logan, Jack, Jahan, and Enzo. Thoughts on and who you think? I don't know. I feel like Jack has been on flames like the past. It's like, true, but the unpre- unpredictability of F two means anyone could win it. Yeah, it'll probably be like who's most mind. sensible in Abu Dhabi and who qualifies in the right position. I guess. Yeah, I, I feel like Sergeant might take it because if he's. Mm, I reckon. Moving up to F1, I feel like he might be... I don't know, because I, f- I don't know. N- neither, honestly. Um, do you have a bias? I would like to see Logan win that. Yeah, I was going to say, having a bias, I purposely left Liam out of the list of the battle for P3, because I'd just be like, oh, he's going to get it. But like, I know that he's probably not. No, but you don't know. Colin... Carlin can be sensible when Carlin need to be Carlin sensible. are doing so well and they're they're 23 points behind MP and ART because they're level on points and Carlin's just 23 points behind. At Monza, do you remember when it was announced that Alex wasn't able to race? Yeah. We all predicted that it was going to be Logan in that car, but then we realised Carlin can't just let him go because they were, you know, they need points for the championship. Yeah, the, only, the only chance that any of, like, Liam or Logan wouldn't be driving in Abu Dhabi would be if like if Red Bull or AlphaTauri really couldn't get anyone else besides the reserve driver and then it'd have to be Liam but I feel that even then I don't know they might try and find True. Somebody. They, might, they could just give it to Nick and just be like right you're going to AlphaTauri so have a shot in it just hope that Logan and Liam are in that car so that the championship race or Me battle too. actually what am I on about if <laughs> if it's not Liam in the car, then he then the Carlin's still get the points, surely. Yeah, but I know that they won't be able, the person like filling their boots won't be able to like but also, perform Liam's as well. For, like P three as well in the driver's standing though. No? He is. I feel like he's maybe a bit behind, but he's there. He is P seven. You know what? He's three points off. Jack, Jahan, and Enzo, so he's not... Yeah, there we go. Three points matters. There's two races anyway, yeah. so... Yeah. see. I can't wait for Abu Dhabi, honestly. I'm so excited. Oh. Like, I feel like I've been waiting ages for it, and we literally have. It's been, like, three weeks since Monza. I'm so glad Felipe was, uh, won the World Championship in Monza. Otherwise, it would have been such a stressful weekend in Abu Dhabi. Could you imagine? Stop. That would have actually been... Crazy. Nah, because... Sorry, go on. <laughs> I wanted to say, just like, oh, I like, I a bit, like what? Built in. I, I was going to say insane, insane. Take a shot, yeah. take a shot. <laughs> but I said crazy instead. Basically, for the viewers at home, 
we basically like keep on saying insane when describing a race yeah we were watching back our last podcast and the amount of times we've said insane we yeah we don't know english if it's not we literally don't (laughs) so we're trying to hold back on saying it but you know what just join us in taking a shot yeah so if so i don't know if you guys watch screaming meals we're we're screaming meals fans basically like every time they talk about tired egg they have to do a shot so like this is our tired egg basically just if we say insane we're failing right now exactly we are failing hard but let's move on and talk about barcelona that was an exciting weekend domination a brilliant weekend for Felipe Djokovic. He two wins dominated. Race. Yeah. Two wins. That's I can't remember the last time that happened. Somebody said it was Giovanazzi when he was in F2. Yes. I saw it in the YouTube comment. Actually. Yeah. So Felipe in Barcelona. I have to admit, I wasn't able to watch that weekend. It's fine. So I had to watch it on catch up. But yeah. No, but Felipe that weekend is about to say insane again, but insane, there's no other word to describe yeah, it. Yeah, it was wild. It was amazing. There we go. Amazing. Yeah. Felipe's Barcelona run was amazing. Um, In yeah. his sprint race, he did get a penalty, right? He did get a penalty. I, I don't know. Started P4, won. Felipe. In the feature Good for race. Him started p10 did he did, oh my started was p10 it, did it was he on pole is that why i'm guessing oh no wait he would have been on reverse grid pole guys i'm tired start p10 trust me <laughs> i'm try. i trust he did race control did have to get involved because he had a pit stop infringement but he still he won two races that weekend that's like yeah, it was him that's in that's on another level. <laughs> That's insane. Him I was literally Jack just going to say that. I heard, I heard that. It, <laughs> him and Jack were fighting for P1. It was actually a really nice overtake he did on Jack for P1 mm-hmm. and then won the race. So, great job, Felipe. <gasps> Barcelona was a good... Was it Spa that um, Felipe and Jack... I think it was Spa that they were battling for the race win as well. You know what? I reckon... Sorry, I know we're not predicting right now, but I reckon Jack could win next season. Oh, 100%. Still in F2. His run with Felipe this season, I know Teo was his main um, championship opponent, but his run with Felipe this season was great to watch. I think Teo was kind of in the championship battle last year as well, wasn't he? He was. Kind kind of, but I feel like Teo was in it a little bit, but not as much as he was this year. Yeah, that, that's the beauty of F two. Anyone can be in the championship battle. Exactly. Start off the season with really bad performances and end the season like fighting for P three, P two. Yeah. Wait, Logan Sargent. I want to talk about Logan Sargent because he has like for his rookie year. Right. I was gonna say insane. Same he's been same. brilliant. He's yeah. been very. He's done very well. Two race wins in the bag, which for a rookie that's pretty damn good. His Silverstone win i couldn't enjoy it that much because i was traumatized by the incident that happened but oh yeah him, he, had, he did have a good race his start was good teo did take the lead but he he's he, got, he was on American pole as well winner. he qualified yeah, he was, was he? he he was the pole sitter oh yes. i love that for him that's american winner you go what Logan. right what happened to felipe that 
um, race. He finished P4, but he was uh, qualified P3, maybe not as bad as I'm thinking. Liam from P5, then start finished P3. So that was a Carlin uh, podium, that's pretty good for them. Yeah, that, go that race solidifies how much we need the halo. No, definitely, yeah. The incident that took place, had that halo not been there, would have not ended. Who was it again? It was Nisani and... Dennis. It was Dennis. So thank God for the halo. Yeah. But speaking of Dennis, he did... In our in our last episode, we did speak about how he really dominated F3. I think he did have a rocky season start. He did. F2. It's such a shame because he has so much like potential and so sure. much raw talent. And to just have to... I don't know. It's it's it is such a shame to to see him not do as well as everyone knows that he can do. In fair, in fairness, though, is his rookie season. He does. I feel like he'll have a few more seasons to prove himself. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He's got a long way to go. It's not like it's it's rare that rookies win. Besides Oscar Piastri, Oscar. but he's he's different gravy. So <laughs> as you should, Oscar. Clapped. <laughs> Literally, well done, Oscar. In Australian water. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say, who else is like? <laughs> no, because <I'm... laughs> Daniel's drinking that same water, babe, and he's not got a seat next year. <laughs> not Oscar taking seat. <laughs> I know. Oh. Right. Anyway, yeah, Dennis did have a good win for. He did. He got his first F two win as well in Monaco. That is such which a... is. If there was a track to win, I'd pick Monaco. That's so crazy. Yeah, I think I'd probably pick Monaco. Or, you know what? No, I lie. I'd pick Monza. Monza, for real. Monza just I'd wanna... has an emotional connection to that track. But Yeah. Maybe I'd Monza wanna... yeah. the only word that we shot for. Because we've mentioned it like 25 times already. Girl, I'm going to call that out. We'll be fine. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. It was last episode for me. It was take a shot every time I say, said Liam. Yeah. And now it's like everything take a shot every time I like say Monza. So well drunk. But yeah, Monaco yeah. Is, is such a good track to win in. Yeah. Okay. I think Monaco, Monza, and you know what? Maybe Silverstone. And crowd. Know. Yeah. It depends on, crowd. on the crowd. Oh, Monaco is a double Prima podium as well. Prima have Was it? No, it wasn't. Oh, oh, oh sorry, was... podium. Yeah. What did you think it I said? was? I thought you meant like Dennis won and then Jayan won. My oh, no. apologies. Isn't that was both? a Prema one too. That's pretty iconic. For them. Marcus and P3. Prema, I feel like, have delivered so much in the previous seasons. Like, you know, when Mick was there and stuff. So it's... Yeah. This season, they're not Premoing like Prema used to be able to Prema. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's like, refreshing to see another dominating team because Prema did dominate a lot. Like they were known to oh, be. Oh, absolutely, yeah. They were like the Mercedes or Ferrari. Well, not Ferrari. Oh. Maybe not Ferrari this year, but <laughs> we don't speak about Ferrari. But yeah, no, we don't. I, like you know, it was known that if you went to Prema, you were gonna win. You were gonna dominate. So it's exactly. It's kind of like a promise that can't really be fulfilled now, which is a bit of a shame. No hate to Prema. I love Prema so much. Love you, Prema. But I feel like for the drivers, it's maybe just not... It's a little harder now. Yeah, plus yeah. they've got... It's like with Red Bull, the Red Bull Drivers Academy. They've got so many juniors 
trying to get these seats and they've not got enough seats, seats yeah to like just for these people to fill and it's such a shame i have dominated in the recent season so it's it's refreshing to see there are other teams yeah dominating mp it's, have a good yeah. car they oh. do good driver lineup as well yeah no clem and felipe seem to work well on and off the track they do i think it's it's nice when you can see drivers that like you just know that they get along mm. take another shot um, but when we were at, Mon- when we were at monza felipe and clem were inseparable the only time i didn't see them together was at the track like on track racing <laughs> yeah no literally was- like i swear to god they're joined at the hip <laughs> which is nice but it's yeah it's nice to see like i don't want to use the word bromance but it's nice to see it's a bromance that's what they so we'll use that there we go okay it's a nice little bromance which is refreshing to see because what i one thing i don't like that i know i know like the whole thing in motorsports is that your teammates your biggest competitor but i love seeing teammates get along but there's a level of respect there and i think a lot of them have that in f2 exactly exactly i think yeah because they're not quite it's not like when you get to f1 like like with daniel and lando even people were like oh my god they're gonna get along so well and when they didn't click immediately people started saying that it's because they hated each other and they didn't they were just around them there still is yeah but they're getting to know each other and it's a huge age difference between them as well it's like and like daniel said lando makes him feel young so he he like Lando and Daniel. It's like I don't know who's been spending more time with who because they have both like are just as dumb as each other. <laughs> like, have Genuinely. you seen the like their post race interviews? Like they go off in that. Yeah, own I saw it yesterday. <laughs> they like just like stare into each other's eyes. Maybe it's the Daniel effect because he seemed to have that effect on Max as well. It's the I'm telling you, it's the Aussie in him. No one can resist an Aussie. Speaking of F1. Oscar Piastri at McLaren next year. Oh, wait, I have a lot to say about this subject, especially as a Daniel fan, but I am very objective about it. That's one thing I'll give myself. Go on. I think it was handled by the teams in in a very inappropriate manner. I agree 100%. My very humble opinion. I think McLaren shouldn't have done anything behind Daniel's back. And from all the facts and like the timeline that it's worked out, and the whole him being at the factory and saying that he wants to commit to the team was after they had signed oscar and not told him i think it was handled really badly by mclaren by alpine obviously i think they just um i think they i think alpine were maybe a bit shocked that oscar didn't immediately want to drive for them but what can you expect when you've not put him in the car immediately and instead you've i think alpine were Obviously, they weren't initially shocked at Oscar. I think the shock was from Alonso leaving because Alonso, didn't leaving, Alonso yeah. want like a multi-year contract. He did, and yeah. but I think he, he. I think I remember reading somewhere that he wanted more money. I think, and they just weren't ready. Don't we to, all, like, Alonso? Don't we all? I know. Yeah, I think people fail to realize that frustration shouldn't be towards Oscar, especially. I understand being a Daniel fan. That's like the man that's taking Daniel's seat away. But it's like if Daniel doesn't have bad blood with him. I don't think we should either. Exactly. Daniel even said he like wishes the best for him. I really, I do hope he um as well in that car. But no, what I'm I saying so. about him, like he's taken a year out of F. You know, if I was an F two champion, I'd think, well, shit. 
I feel like I deserve a seat and obviously Alpine didn't fulfill all, yeah. all his contractual needs so you know he just he went at the first opportunity that was given to him I don't understand yeah. why anyone wouldn't and his yeah Mark Webber as well he's like been making the moves for him basically and saying because like fair enough like I'm sorry but if if Alpine aren't because they weren't 100% sure if Oscar was going to be racing for yeah. them next year and it, again, as you said, it wasn't until Alonso left that they thought, okay, we'll just put Oscar there then. Yeah. But this is what I'm worried about with Felipe. Because I don't see Alonso going anywhere anywhere soon, and neither is Lance Stroll. So what's going to happen? Are they, are they going to let him do different series? Is he maybe going to go to Formula E? I reckon. I feel like he, yeah, Formula E, IndyCar, one of them, I reckon he can... I would say IndyCar more likely, but apparently IndyCar prefer multi-year contracts. So maybe just not for the one year if he's hoping to get a seat in 2024. I reckon Formula E if he does one. one. Yeah, it would be nice. It depends again on depends on Alonso's decision on whether he wants to stay with the team or not. It does. This Because we don't know. I mean, he does want a a multi-year contract, but he could get he could like he's expecting the aston martin to be brilliant and i feel like he'll maybe have a year in it and be like actually yeah i don't know how much i can do with the team because that's what seb kind of did when he moved yeah i think he was expecting it to be like racing point or the old racing point car which Mm. just wasn't had high expectations for aston martin we did because the car is so gorgeous you you expect the pretty cars to go fast but it's kind of like the other way around they look too pretty. I'm so serious. No, it's true. Like, the Alfa Tari and the Aston Martin, gorgeous cars, but they're just slow. Maybe the budget needs to be spent on something else. Oh, yeah. Budget. Let's not talk about budget. But yeah, with the Oscar drama, I, I completely understand his move to McLaren. I just hope it's Daniel, a smart business move. Yeah, I just hope Daniel gets a seat. What well, finds a seat or? tries another yeah he could be going to Haas I realize we're not talking about F2 at all let's bring some of the F2 drivers in here do you think Logan Sargent is going to Williams next year okay I have a theory on driver's seats for next year and he links to Dennis so Dennis just recently he just announced that he wasn't going to drive for Prem next season right Mm -hmm. so in my opinion there's two two seats that he can go to he can take Felipe's seat because Felipe obviously you win that um championship you can't race again which i think is kind of sad but yeah but then i guess it kind of just stops domination yeah yeah (laughs) good on you f2 but he either takes (laughs) mp's seat or if logan does move to uh williams he's gonna take logan's seat yeah i feel like that would maybe be the better move because carlin yeah i feel like carlin have a lot of potential and do. I think their P3 in the championship is, or their current standings P3 in the championship is like, because they've got Liam just moving to a new, the new team and or moving from high tech to Carlin, and then they've got a rookie as their other driver. And considering that, that it's like they're both new to the team, I think they've done brilliantly this season. Very much. So, so. I feel like Carlin would be a good seat for for Dennis exactly exactly I reckon 
Mm -hmm. Well, actually, Prema is right now. <laughs> so Red Bull I... Jr. lineup. I mean, I reckon we'll have to wait and see what Logan or what Williams do, actually, because Williams have... I, no one knows what's going on with that second no, seat. No, it's very mysterious. I thought, oh, Nick was going to get that seat, but I think there's rumours that are confirming Nick to Alpine. Alvatari, sorry. Alvatari, yeah, then, I think Nick is like... Yeah, I think Nick's definitely confirmed to Alvatari and Pierre is confirmed to Alpine, basically. And they're yeah, apparently yeah. announcing it like this week. So yeah. by the time this podcast is out, maybe we'll know what's... Let us know, guys. Hopefully, Pierre to Alpine, but like, but I then, don't know. I, yeah, I've got so many opinions on it, and I can't because I, I feel like he's outgrown AlphaTauri. But then also, if there's not a Red Bull Junior in the AlphaTauri, then I feel like it's a bit unfair on the Red Bull Juniors. Yeah. But anyway, you know, maybe that's my Liam Lawson. for like a year, and then Liam Lawson steps up in 2000. Yeah, that's what I'd hope for because I'd hope that I don't know, maybe like. Maybe Mick to Williams, so he gets just another another year, and then maybe moves up to Alfa Romeo alongside Joe Guan Yu or something, or or up to Ferrari, replacing Carlos Sainz. I don't know because yeah, I feel I like think... maybe Bottas is. I don't know when it's Bottas will Mark. retire. <laughs> no, so Could you imagine? <laughs> George gets the boot. <laughs> he retires because the Queen's dead. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> retires out of respect <laughs> at George Russell <laughs> you should retire out of respect for the Queen no but no then I went Daniel in the Mercedes imagine that Oof. I would you know what that's I was because apparently Lewis Hamilton is signing a five like there's yeah, rumours yeah. that his contract is five years and I don't oh. like I love Lewis and I, I'd, I'd be great for that but also I was kind of hoping Pierre would get the Merc seat yeah. if he retired and I can't wait five years Fucking George hell. would probably retire before that podcast. I know right we need to get back to F2 so, so Felipe yeah. Drogovic um, Logan <laughs> oh sorry um I, I thought we were gonna talk about Felipe Aston we already did that Logan Sargent yeah. So William Williams. So Logan to the Williams. To right. <laughs> Williams to the Logan. Reckon... <laughs> Sorry. Wait, would you reckon Williams will sign Logan after one season in F two? I don't know. I feel like it would. Isn't it might be Jack and Logan. Jack. Oh. I think Jack is. Crawford. I was like, babe, he's miles away. But um, <laughs> I've n I have I have not heard that. I heard. Oh, you know what? No, I did hear it. But then I remember There's... seeing something that um Jack was committed to Alpine, so he wasn't gonna budge. Right. But then, then again, a... if Pierre goes to Alpine, then it's a bit unfair on Jack. Oh, I don't I know, know. I don't know what F one are doing right now. <laughs> I know. I I the bar boys. No, literally, like, excuse me, we want. Actually, I'd be yeah. so gutted to like. Can they just like do a repeat of this F two year? Because I'm, like, I'd be gutted to lose them. Yeah. What well, F two is? I mean, F one you do lose drivers, but F two I feel like it changes so easily. Like the it grid does. lineup, everything changes in one season. It does. Yeah. I do hope. I mean, if Williams do take Logan, which I'm assuming, because. Williams will. I don't think they have much to pick from other than Mick and Daniel. Yeah. So I think Daniel's going to commit to Williams. I. Mm, 
don't know. Mick possibly. So it might be between Mick and Logan. I think then... so. I feel like if they didn't want to risk it with a rookie, then they'd sign Mick. Yeah. But then if I Yeah, I reckon Logan would do well in another year of F two. He would that's what I that's what I would think. I think another year in F two wouldn't hurt him. He'd I think him and Liam would do well in a Oh, I think maybe Carlin could dominate next season. If they stay with Carlin, they are absolutely going to dominate, I think. If, yeah, I yeah, if it's a Liam and Logan lineup again. I think so. Then Dennis would move to MP, which is it's a good seat, you know, but I think there's going to be pressure on him to do well. Yeah, there's always, there's always pressure on the championship winner that moved up. But it's just, especially when you've got like when Oscar moved up from F3, mm. winning it again in his rookie season and stuff, I feel like that's a lot of pressure for future rookies. Yeah. You know who we Guys need to talk about? Who? F3 to F2, who do we think is getting the premise seats? Because now Ooh. that Dennis is out, do you think Jahan's going to do I another feel... season? He could do. I'd, I'd like to see him move on. But I feel if he does, fair enough. And I feel like it'd be Ollie Behrman in the seat. So F3, like we said, I reckon it would be Ollie in the second Prema seat. Yeah, I think so. I do wish... I think so. I feel like he had such a good season in F3. Didn't get the championship, unfortunately. Unfortunate, yeah. End to the season. But yeah, he's done very well and I feel like he deserves the seat. Not that the other drivers don't. I just think Ollie's been a bit more different gravy this season <laughs> take a shot every time um every time what you say different gravy you i've said it, it twice okay <laughs> that's two shots <laughs> no but i do wish arthur would move to f2 i feel like it's a long time coming i'd anymore. love to see him in f2 it's been so long right? but i just feel like he's just not quite there yet i reckon if Jahan did i think if Jahan is on. leaving f2 or leaving prema and there's two seats. I think it'd be uh, Ollie and Arthur. Yeah. Ollie taking priority, but yeah, I feel like Arthur would move up. Be a nice r- rookie lineup. Why not? It would be. What do you reckon? What previous F2 World Champions gonna do, Oscar, in that McLaren? I don't know. I feel like I pray he. I'm nervous well. for it. Yeah. No, I, I, I've, he deserves to do well after all this drama. Yeah. Because there's. I don't want Alpine to see him at McLaren and be like, see him struggling at McLaren and then be like, oh, well, he deserved it. Like, no, he deserves to do well. End of. There's a lot of pressure on him, I think. It's, I, absolutely. I really hope it doesn't get to him. Being in that McLaren yeah, seat with, you know, taking Daniel Ricciardo. It is true. He's replacing like an eight time race winner. Everyone's going to look at him and that's, think. It's a lot of pressure on his shoulders because yeah. everyone's going to be like, why, why is this? like what 22 year old australian so much better than this but i feel like people understand as well because daniel did struggle a lot but i don't know i just want to see oscar do well and i hope mick keeps his seat i want mick to keep his seat i reckon mick's gonna keep a seat in f1 regardless of where he maybe not in Haas, but yeah as always but yeah um joe guan yu and yuki sonoda they recently got their contracts extended joe's season has been so underlooked his first season in f1 was so underlooked i feel like no literally first race he scored a point yeah 
Um, there was a lot of controversy him moving to F1. Do you remember? I do remember because I remember standing up for him and being like, mm. he's actually battling Oscar for the championship just like, because he's putting money into the seat doesn't mean that he can't perform. Right, so he's had a good season, so he's had such a good season. I love him. People shut up about that. <laughs> Yuki as well. That's a threat. Yuki, Yuki gets so much hate, and he is doing brilliantly. Hi, this is editing Dorsey, and I realize like editing this now we kind of went off on a tangent about f1 so i'm gonna get us back on track and this is us now talking about formula 2 again what's your favorite i think livery <laughs> that's what i'm like trying to think because i'm like i actually really like the mp livery i was gonna say mine's yeah the orange cars because like i can't say oh i love carlin because i can't like or i can't be biased but oh. i love liam's but but there's too many Red Bull liveries on the track. Like at Monza, it was so difficult. We had to like zoom in to try and find out what driver it was by looking at their number. I'm not even kidding. I haven't posted videos from Monza because I don't know who's who. <laughs> like I've got, I think I've got videos of Liam, but then I'm like zooming in. I'm like, is that Dennis? No, there was because I can't recognize the rear wing, and I was like, I literally don't know who that is. There was a point where Dennis and Liam were racing together so oh yeah no come by and we're like who's first who is it like i know you're like trying to look for the race numbers it doesn't help that they're going fast either so yeah no they could at least go slow and like (laughs) let us figure it out it's the least they could do (laughs) stop the car right into the parabola i know well exactly like why not Uh, no i was actually really surprised that um that oh we're talking about monza take a shot i was really surprised like how clear every number on the car was yeah do you know what i'm like yeah yeah. because yeah. when i was a, when i was at silverstone in 21 i could not see for the life of me like i could not tell the difference between lewis's car and valtteri's car because the numbers are just not yeah. readable and i think same with alpine they were just like you, it just it just couldn't make it out who's who how far back were you sat because we were sat pretty close to be fair and they we were i was like down. sat yeah i was i was i was in a grandstand but like a proper like huge one and we were about we were pretty close to the front and you can clearly see like who's who in videos and stuff and like you can see them so clearly to the point that like i managed to get polaroid of daniel seb and pierre while they were driving past because oh, just i could tell daniel from polaroid. a bit away in this oh and i'll send to the pictures but like it's actually really cute like, obviously you can't see much because it's just a little blur but like it's cute but like the only the only like way I could tell the difference between who who's who is that when every time Lewis drove past he just got a huge applause and I was uh-huh. like, Okay, well that's Lewis. <laughs> but um We didn't have that like, advantage in F2, but it's fine. No, because like even when the drivers came out out of their car when we were meeting them, people were like, Who's that? Someone asked me who Jack Doohan was and I was like Hey, but he's an F2 driver. I was like, I know, it's like, right, learn his name, please, because he's going places. So remember this day that you didn't know who he was. <laughs> that one Scottish girl told me who he was. <laughs> you should, Darcy. Not you giving F2 drivers exposure. I know. Going back to where the F2 graduates have gone, Callum Eilat to IndyCar, I feel like that was a good move for him. Very good move. He's doing well in IndyCar. I think he prefers He's IndyCar. doing so well actually i think so i think he it suits him more although i'd love i'd love to see him in f1 don't get me wrong but i feel like he's doing very well at indycar right now do you reckon he's gonna go to f1 
I don't. If seats open up at Alfa Romeo, maybe. But I feel like with all these new like F two graduates, I don't think it's likely. Mm. Unless it's like Nico Hulkenberg kind of just in as a reserve occasionally, but mm. I, don't know. I think Callum deserves more than reserve drive to be fair. He really does. He one hundred percent does. He deserves a proper shot if he's gonna be an F one. Which yeah. I don't I don't unfortunately I don't think any team can give him right now. Maybe in the future, we never know. But right now I don't think it's in the cards for him. We've got your back, Callum Ilot. I know Callum Ilot we're si- I was I'm doing a love heart with my hands, but you can't see. We did that last episode as well. His rivalry battle with Mick reminds me of Seven Lewis. So Chef's much. kiss. I loved it. Really? Yes. Oh, the German that. and the Englishman. Trust me. Of course. I wish that we could race together again because they we did get really I good know. races with them. He is. Adam's doing really well in IndyCar, and I think he's enjoying himself there. So I reckon yeah. he'll have a few years there, maybe. I think so. Do you know what? I actually feel like Formula E is a good move for some drivers, and one of those drivers, sorry, one of those drivers being Dan Tictum. I feel like Formula E suits him. Yeah. Although I'd, l- I'd love to see him in F1 soon, don't get me wrong. But I feel actually like has an announcement coming out next week, I reckon. Yeah, I feel like it's a contract extension. Formula E, yeah. I think he enjoys it. He, you know what, Dan Tixum is... I think so. So unfortunate, honestly. It's like I wasted know. talent. And I think I think Williams need to rethink that, honestly. Not even because I'm biased, but if you watch Dan Tixum's, like last season in F2, you can't name another driver that's willing to take risks the way he does that can see... Yeah. He can see the field better than the other drivers. That's what makes him a special driver. He's got the level of aggression with the level of respect there needs to be for hard racing. And we didn't, you know what, we did did get a lot of hard racing with him. And I think people need to watch his race to understand why we're pushing for Williams to take him back so bad. Because he would do so well on that Williams. He would. Honestly, do so well on that Williams. It's, but I mean, yeah. he's found his foot in Formula E, and I think he's enjoying it. <laughs> he has. I think it's good for him. I reckon a lot of the F two drivers are going to move on to F to F E IndyCar. I know Marcus wants to move on to. Was it Indy or F? Was it IndyCar? I think it's yeah. IndyCar because they were saying that. Cause I think Callum Ilott said something like he would he would like to see Marcus in IndyCar. Mm. So I, maybe he knows something. Callum Ilott, I pay you. I'll pay you to let <laughs> me know. I mean, he was on Screaming Meals as well, so maybe they had Marcus, a little get chat. Marcus, Screaming Meals, please. Yeah, Marcus, you're welcome to come on our podcast, although our setup isn't as great. Just get Liam and Logan on your pod- podcast now, please. Stop. But yeah, actually, no. Fuck, fuck, fuck that. Liam and Logan, get on our podcast yes. right now. Yes. Uh, F Dream F two grid with oh Dream like, F overall. Dream F two grid like any driver like where wait basically the driver our favorite big. drivers where do we want them to be because the F two grid oh is okay. quite big where, like who do, who do we want and where do we want them to be do you want me to go first as like an example I know what you're gonna say <laughs> Carlin oh, why what am I gonna say <laughs> Liam Logan <laughs> no I was gonna say Arthur and Prema. <laughs> 
I was gonna say Arthur and Ollie in the fucking promo. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, but fine. <laughs> Dennis and uh, Liam, the Carlin. Oh, and look, if, if Logan, Logan and F one, if he goes, if he doesn't, then Liam, Logan, Carlin. But or and then Dennis and Clem in the MP. Oh my god, guys! <laughs> the Felipe shirts are finally out. So. Oh my god! A plug, finally, a little plug for MP. If anyone needs to, MP, you're so welcome. Uh, if you want to pre-order your shirts, you can until October 11th because they're gonna stop then. Pre-order and you can match with us. Yes, we are little match. I'm joking. Not that we've got them already. <laughs> MP, get us flipping Clem on the podcast, please. We're plugging you right now as a thank you for promoting this. Yes. Exactly, so, guys. Honestly, Run us go our get your Go get your shirts. October 11th is the cutoff yeah. date, guys. Pre-order them. But yeah, I agree. Prema, I'd have Ollie and Arthur. A very nice lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm very conflicted. I don't know if I want Dennis with MP or if I want Dennis with Carlin. Same. I think if Logan goes to Williams in F1 next year, definitely Dennis and the Carlin. But I think Dennis- if he doesn't, then I think just at MP. I am leaning more towards the Carlin, so... Yeah, me too. Advance to F one. That's again. I'm not trying to kick Logan out. That's if Logan. We're trying to is going to F one. We're not kicking him out. We're like hoping because we're hoping because it's what he deserves. He's a good driver. He's a bloody good driver. Such a good season for his rookie season. To yeah, even exactly. be considered for the Williams seat in your rookie season, I think that's fucking mental. And that, like, oh. good for him. Wait, what other teams are there? I think the team is secure. I think they're. I think, I think yeah, the rest of them are pretty solid. But no, but there are a lot of people leaving. So if Marcus does leave, who's going to take Marcus's seat? Is it going to be an F three graduate Ooh. or like a, or someone in F two? See what I mean about F two always changing a lot. It's like I a know, new exactly. Grid you have to learn. I'm very sad not going to. Maybe see Victor Martins would come up oh. and take Marcus's seat. Maybe. Possibly. I know a maybe. lot. I I know maybe three drivers that i think are gonna leave so yeah so it'll be interesting to see who holds those seats oh my maybe. god what about zane maloney zane maloney oh maybe maybe you know what we'll see in all in due all in good time okay guys to wrap up this episode thank you for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed see you next time